Or do you want to smoke some pot? Or we can have premarital sex. <laughs> we love premarital sex. All right, Crav. What up? This is Tim. This is Trav. We're back. Got another app of It's Only a Movie Podcast. Finally. This is not... Hasn't been too long, really. Not too long. Considering. Doing better. And it's because it's a special occasion, Trav. Oh. It's one of our favorite occasions. It's crazy how many of these occasions that we've even had. Lately. I know. We've been doing this for years. It's been like 85. <laughs> what day are we talking, Trav? We're talking Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. Happy part Friday two. the 13th. <laughs> part. This is... Which yeah, one? we've almost done all of them at this point, probably. We're on like our third or fourth one, I think. We did, well, part eight was our first job. We did eight, five, five. and nine. Is that right? Yeah, and now. Now, listen. we're doing ten. Oh, shit. Or should I say X? You should say X, because it's X Jason. That's what they called it. Uber Jason. Talking about Jason X today, fellas. And ladies. If there are any. Exactly. God bless you, regardless. So this one came out in 2003, Trav. Do you remember it? I remember when it came out. I've got the uh, poster from the Blockbuster from back in the day. Rules. I remember it says uh, it it was coming out on Halloween time. Yeah, it was like Meet the Perfect Ten and Terror. Yeah, ruined. I remember all about the build-up to this movie coming out, dude. It was right when I was... Having the internet, and I was like ultra pumped that a new Jason movie was going to be coming out. Anytime Jason was happening, I was like, oh man, I can't wait to watch that shit. It had been almost 10 years at this point since Jason Goes to Hell, I guess. I mean, it was 93, so it was 10 years in between them. The perfect 10. (laughs) They're hitting that 10 on all the fronts. (laughs) That's what they were waiting on. He's like, we're going to do Jason 10. But we ain't doing it We got to wait. We got to wait. 10. <laughs> 10 years, yeah, dude. 10 years. Uh-uh. It's funny because I guess all during that time, they were just trying to get the Jason goes, or Freddy versus Jason yeah, they were project to off the ground. And it was taking so long that they were just like, Supposedly, this is what they the boys say. We've heard on the commentary a million times. They're talking about how they wanted to keep the the property alive, I guess. So they were yeah, like, so they keep it rocking. We need to do something that won't interfere with a Jason versus Freddy movie. So let's set it way in the future and way fucking far away. Yeah, in space, extraterrestrial. Do you think that? It's just inevitable for franchises to eventually go in space. I don't know. Freddy never did. No. Jaws never did. It'd be hard to put Jaws in space, but it would crush if it did. Do it. Just put a fucking helmet on him. Going about it. <laughs> he wouldn't bite shit. <laughs> yeah, he's just in his helmet the whole time. He's just happy. He's like, yeah, this is good. So what... You got Leprechaun 4, it, that one's in space. Mm-hmm. Hellraiser 4, it's in space. Are those like the Critters 4? 
It's in space. They go. Yeah. The whole thing pretty much takes place in space. That's understandable, though, because they're from yeah. space. That one works more than the other ones. But Hellraiser 4 is pretty good, I think. Yeah, that's not too bad. Leprechaun 4 is a mess. A fucking awesome mess. <laughs> Mainly because it's got Nunez in it. That's all I care about. Yeah. Do you think that putting a movie in space... Some people would say that it means like they've run out of ideas. They're just trying to scrape whatever they well, can. Let me ask you, what is the worst movie to ever base in space? Like oh, Casablanca in space? <laughs> just like what would be the worst yeah, movie to like put Major in Major League in space. <laughs> in all honesty, if you just put in space at the end of a movie, it makes me want to watch it. Yeah, me too. Especially Major League in space. <laughs> Space, homers left and right. They're like working with that zero G's. <laughs> I don't think that they necessarily were like completely out of ideas, but I guess that just the fact that they were wanting to set it in a future just gave them an excuse to put it in space. Yeah. Todd Farmer's like, I got some seeds that we can plant. Yeah. Because he's, you know, Todd Farmer. He's, he's a farmer. <laughs> I just right. got that. Todd Farmer. He is a weird guy. Seems like he wrote this job and seems to me like he probably just had watched Aliens right before he was writing. He was having a movie marathon. It was part eight and then Friday eight. Yeah. Yeah. And then fucking Aliens. And Event Horizon. And Event Horizon. That was the three movies he was like, oh my God. If I could just piece these together, I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> I don't think that he ever got that far, though. He was trying. He did write that Drive, Drive Angry, Angry and the My Bloody Valentine remake, which yeah. is also pretty awesome. I think Drive Angry is a fucking crusher, dude. Yeah, that movie's nuts. I love watching Nick Cage be a crazo. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good at it. So what do you think, Trav? Do you want to just hop in and see if we can run down this plot? Yeah, let's go for it starts out and this is what I remember when I was watching this for the first time I went to watch it in a theater it starts out it looks like they're in hell or something and I was like oh man they're like gonna pick up where Jason goes to hell left off or whatever (laughs) this movie's like gonna start off in hell and I was like my little brain was like yeah (laughs) yeah I was literally thinking (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) But then it turns out it's a big fake job. It's just the inside of that ass. I guess they're saying that the inside of Jason's head is like being in hell. No. <laughs> you don't think? <laughs> I think they're just showing the inside of Jason's head. They definitely are trying to play like up play that up. it looks like hell. Which is weird because if they're trying to play up that it's starting in hell for anybody like me that would possibly care... It's just like a big disappointment as soon as it's like, no, it's not really hell. It's just like his brain. The opening of the movie is basically the exact same screen whenever you kept hitting that button on God of War 3, whenever <laughs> yeah. we were just fucking sitting there a minute ago. Yeah, just like the entire screen filled up with blood, I guess, but it just looks orange or something. Like, pulls out and reveals that... I guess there's some doctors working on him. It's basically the same opening as Dr. Giggles, too. Yeah. What we were just talking about. They're, 
I can't tell if they're inserting or extracting shit. Seems like... Probably the, both. The camera goes up through the needle, so I almost wonder if it was like going with whatever they were yeah, taking out. Like, Let me suck him juices out. They're trying to figure out what makes him special. Because he's got these Wolverine powers going on. <laughs> he heals like a motherfucker. David Cronenberg wants to know the secret. And this one chick does not. She's just wanting to. like, freeze this bitch. She wants him hard. <laughs> Cronenberg wants, wants him soft. <laughs> what are you doing here? I'm taking the specimen. Well, you can't. I haven't prepped the cryostasis chamber. I don't want him frozen, Rowan. I want him soft. This is all going down at the Crystal Lake Research Facility. Which is just adjacent to a, you know, a camp. <laughs> what I want to know is did they build a research facility there because that's where it was like a centralized location for all this weird stuff going down or was there always a weird research facility just like a couple of towns over from where these kids were having a summer camp and stuff Uh, maybe it was always there and that's why jason is how he is because he was like like Pamela was experimented on and shit. Deep cut conspiracy theories, Trav. You might as well. Make more sense (laughs) in space. At the point that this series got, you'd be like, would not be surprised to hear anything else. So the main chick, who I don't know, I can never remember her character's name. Her name is Lexa Doig. (laughs) Doig. Doig. (laughs) Doig, dude. She's like trying to tell him that it's a bad idea to keep him. It's already in the future, I guess, right? Because it's like yeah, because they've they, captured him already. They've already gotten cryogenics figured out. This would all have to have taken place, even at this point, post any Freddy versus Jason action that was possibly going to happen. Yep. Basically, proven to be a spoiler that Jason would always survive. Any kind of throwdown he would have with Krug. I believe that would be the case regardless of spoilers. Yeah. But David Cronenberg, who's like having a cameo in this movie because the director of this movie, uh, Jim Isaac, he was like a production assistant or something on one of Cronenberg's movies. And I guess they got to be buddies. And whenever that dude was going to make his first movie, which was this one, Cronenberg's like, I'm going to throw this boy a bone and I'm going to come over here. Cameo job. Talk about wanting people soft and stuff. <laughs> Maybe it was just like, he wanted that guy soft. <laughs> he wanted the director yeah. soft? It's possible. Chain him up. Get you soft. <laughs> That's what Jason is being. That's what's going on. He's chained up. Just like in a... The middle of a fucking warehouse. He's just (laughs) hanging out. The Crystal Lake Research Research Facility facility. has a ton of extra room, dude. (laughs) What do you think they're researching other than him? That's what I'm wondering, dude. It's like the pH balance of the lake. (laughs) (laughs) They're making sure it's safe to go swimming in there, dude. They're experimenting on regeneration of human tissue and making sure it's safe for the kids to go swimming during summertime. It's a good service, I suppose. 
I'm, I can certainly I mean, I can, I can understand why Cronenberg would be in charge of that. <laughs> yeah. He's just a good guy down at heart. They got one dude in this huge area that's watching trained up Jason, just like keeping an eye on him. He's like, it's just Jason, this other guy, and a blanket. Yeah. It's always in this facility. And Jason is hanging out. He looks different. He's got like a different look in this movie. I guess he's yeah. got a different look in every movie, but this one is kind of unique, I would say. It's extra different. Yeah. For one thing, his mask is kind of unique. I always thought that it looks like he's got like a upturned nose, mm-hmm. kind of. It's like his mask smelled something. It smelled really bad. <laughs> and it got stuck that way. And he's got... You can just straight up see Kane Hodder's yeah, eye. Like, there's nothing in between it and the mask at he, all. He's just straight winking. And, like, the sides of his head. Yeah, he's just his straight hair, up everything. rocking. Jason's got hair in this movie. You can see his eye really clearly. He had, like, tufts of hair in Jason Goes to Hell. It was, bit. like, kind of long. Yeah. This time it looks more like... Uh, course or something like Kane Hunter and I think I even remember it might be on a special feature or something where Kane's talking about how it was awesome to just have it be right up to his face because there was not as much makeup to have to do he just lifts it up and like you need a corn dog yeah which is good for him but I don't know if it necessarily looks as good as some of the other more primo jobs it would have been looking awesome if Jason was eating a corn dog <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> try to stick a corn dog like into those holes in front of his mouth. Like, <laughs> he's deep throating it in shards. But Kane Hodder's ultra obvious eyeball is totally like checking out that dude that they got watching him. And you can tell that dude's getting nervous or uncomfortable, I guess. He ain't feeling it. He's, so he takes that blanket that he had laying around and it <laughs> covers up Jason's head. Oh, never, I understand. Of course he had a blanket. It's a cryogenic chamber. <laughs> the whole place is cold. <laughs> It's underground too. Cryogenics, dude. You gotta keep a blanket in there. If you're on shift watching Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. You're on Jerry shift. Cronenberg <clears throat> and Doig are out there arguing and <laughs> she's like, don't do it. And he's like, I'm doing it. And they go in there. He does it. And... Jason has already wrecked shop, dude. He's pulled a... Houdini. Hannibal Lecter job. Didn't he do the same thing in Silence of the Lambs yeah. where he, like, hangs up a separate dude? Yeah, he escaped his own he shits. Like, he, like, pulled a switcheroo with a dead guy. And then Jason just, like, annihilates this whole crew of dudes, including Cronenberg, right? Yeah. Everybody. Nobody escapes but Doig. Yeah, she. She's a hard ass, I guess, and she's like, grabs his shotgun off his dead dude, tricks Jason into going down into the actual place where the. They have like a specific chamber of cryogenic that they want to put him in. And she, like, does an awesome job, gets him in there, shuts it. And turns on the freeze job. So she did everything. Everything's working nominally. But she stood too close to it, Trav. She got about three inches of that machete right in the tum-tum. And that lets out all the cryo job. But apparently, 
whatever cellar they had that shit in was just sealed up really good. Yeah, the, uh, what's it called? They got like a computer that talks to you. It's like, oh, uh, there's a leak in here. I'm about to seal this up. And it just seals up this entire room. Just looks like a basement in like a like a boiler room or something. Yeah, like, a, like a robo door just drops. And it's completely sealed and she gets frozen up too. That's like... Not for about, what, 450 years? Yeah, she's... <laughs> then it sucked. <laughs> yeah. She, uh... Got froze up with Jason, just stuck in a room for 450 years. Straight legit chilling. While apparently the world fell apart. Everything got ruined. All around them. This is what I always think about is funny. In uh, like apocalyptic things where somebody survives, like everything else gets annihilated or whatever. Except the room where the person yeah. that needs to survive is. It's like a special bunker. It's because that door shut, dude. <laughs> the whole rest of the bunker, or the, the facility, the, yeah. it's all owned. But that one bunker, they knew that that was important stuff. Also, you know, next scene, you got all these kids. Yep. Come, well, you don't know their kids at the moment, but they're coming in. They try to make it mysterious at first. Yeah, but why the fuck would that be? your go-to field trip. Gotta go down, check out Earth, dude, see if they can find some stuff. They're just just like, let's go see what's up. (laughs) I literally think that they were just like down there looking for trash and stuff. (laughs) Seems like what they were doing. Oh, hey, check out, uh, there's a research facility over here. Let's check this out. I was wondering if it was on like some outdated map or something that they had and was like, well, let's go see what the hell they were researching. They go in there and they're like, it don't look like they were researching shit. <laughs> it just looks like the entire Earth turned into a desert. It's like, like they're on Mars. Yeah, there's like, like storms totally Mars. Mars yeah. It would not be friendly to live there. Which is why they don't. <laughs> Cryogenically, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, stay in your cryo too. <laughs> you don't need to be breathing if he's about frozen dead. So, like we said, a crew of futuristic are they like college kids high school kids what do you think Votech yeah <laughs> I don't know I think that they've they're probably older than high school kids yeah they're definitely older than high school kids and they have well at least a couple of them have like aptitude for yeah some of them just seem like they're straight up scientists and stuff which I'm confused as to who's who some of them are definitely and there's stupid. also a crew of marines with them <laughs> yeah one of the marines says that uh they hate that they got stuck with the babysitting gig mm-hmm. or whatever so maybe if you go anywhere you just gotta take the space marines with you maybe there's like cool ass monsters on earth after it got all ruined yeah that's possible i mean you just never know when you're gonna run into a space monster nope gotta be prepared gotta have brodsky <laughs> brodsky is Brick Brutz. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that's who it was. But this guy's just as good. No, he's not. <laughs> he's close. <laughs> Don't kid yourself. There's nobody better than Brick Brodsky. <laughs> Brick Brodsky is an awesome name, bro. <laughs> Brodskeet. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's laying down, dude. Yeah, he's just like fucking 
<laughs> Laying waste. That's hot. That's his nickname. That's why <laughs> Earth was fucked. Because <laughs> Brodsky was laying out loads. <laughs> so Jake was like, nah, I'm going to get you to come, daddy. <laughs> and he's like, don't do it. <laughs> you don't know the consequences. She was just fucking vaporized and everything. <laughs> so this class finds a frozen dude in a tube and Doig, she's like not where she was when the when it cut away from her. She was like right up against it. But when they find her, she's like under a bunch of tubes and stuff. And I was wondering like, did she get cold and she was like, I'm going to get under these tubes. <laughs> The only thing that's ever given me warmth <laughs> was a tube. <laughs> they usually have a lot of warmth. <laughs> uh, maybe she was just shuffled about during the apocalypse. Yeah, that's possible too. But not too bad because she just shattered the shit. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> just like laying there, popsicle job. The crew of kids, they seem like a bunch of morons, kind of. <laughs> Chili doig. Chili doing. <laughs> That's what she was, dude. Correct. For sure. Right. <laughs> One of them is like definitely a moron. He's like, yeah, he's like, like a stoner like character. Yeah. He uh, manages to get his arm cut off by Jason when he's, he's not even. Jason. Yeah, he's just not even functioning at the moment. Still cuts this dude's arm off, which I guess was the point. Then they. They collect his arm and shoot him up with whatever numbing yeah. shit. And they put this, like, adhesive baloney yeah. right down his arms. Like, sucks up. Yeah, I always remember that part. I thought it looked weird. Like, I guess it's some kind of job that you can put on a wound and it just yeah. completely seals it up. Pretty good idea. Need that. They got it. It's just not for us yet. You keep it. You keep your arm like that. And then you go on the ship nanobots all you need these dudes seems like you would never even probably die in the future unless you were getting killed by a maniac apparently <laughs> you wouldn't die unless you were killed pretty much that's what it, like if you <laughs> yeah. were just sick or something it seems like yeah you they just can have, totally fix you up yeah and you can just get your arm cut off and you be a no big deal they use these nanobots to bring Doig back to the living. She's pretty much She's dead. Like, what, 25% preserved anyway? Yeah. Like, Something like that. Or maybe, or was it that she's 25% frozen? Or like. No, she was like 100% frozen. Or something about like the ice crystals hadn't only owned her like 25% so they could Something bring like, her back. There's a 25% in yeah. there somewhere. <laughs> Something's going on. I'm going to put the clip in. We'll remember then. <laughs> and insert boom. She's perfectly preserved. Cell crystallization is at 25%. 25%? We're introduced to all the characters, and then once the uh, they get out of their gear that just looks like Star-Lord from the beginning of Guardians, like Trav pointed out, and one of the girls, she's pretty much like one of the main ones, I would say she's supposed to be like the sassy girl. Yeah. She said that uh, she would hate to be waking up after 400 years because she'd be, uh, she's always bitchy when she wakes up or something like that. And this dude's like, oh, uh, 
Did you just wake up or something like that? <laughs> Any idea how long she's been down? 4.55 centuries. One hell of a wake up call. I'm bitchy as hell when I wake up. Did you just wake up? Called out. Bunch of fucking savages in the future, <laughs> dude. Just talking smash on these broads. They're gonna take Jason's body and try to get, like, his body parts out of it or yeah, just, like, like examining. The guy says something about just, like, saving, like, ocular shit, like his eyes or something. She definitely yanks his eyeball out. Yeah. And she yanks out the, the one that's the, the, no good. Yeah, she gets a bad one out. Maybe she's, that's why she, like, maybe she was, like, haphazard about it. She's like, let's get this shit out of here. Yeah, she was giving a trial run on the crappy one, but she never got to go for the other. And... Well, she was a student. You think she's a student? She's one of the ones where I wonder... She seems like she knows what's up. Maybe she's Yeah, she just, wasn't on the field trip, so maybe... Yeah. I want to know. We'll never know. Call up Farmer. <laughs> Tell me, Farmer. But that chick, the one that we're not... She's so industrious and studious that we can't even tell if she's a student or not. Because she might even just be a scientist. She's assigned to have these other two kids that are definitely students yeah. help her out. Good call. I forgot but about those guys. They are so worked up, Trav. They can't handle it. They can't even take a second out for science right now. They got to... They're trying to make out, trying to pull a grope job in the, in the lab. There's no place for what they were doing. <laughs> and this chick's like... She sees it every day, dude. Everybody in the move is just... <laughs> horny constantly and she's like y'all just need to go now and then come back and they're like all right go rub one out and then you know collect your thoughts get back here for science he's a big boy i bet he's hung like a mammoth Mm. Mm. (laughs) okay you guys you know what just get the hell out of here and come back when you're more focused but the minute they come back they're like Turn me on again. (laughs) Every time they get in the lab, they get worked up. She's fucking... It's like scientist lady. She ain't ain't getting horny. No, she's... She's the only one that can focus on science. She's just like straight ahead worried about checking out that futuristic microscope and stuff. But it's bad news because once they go off to nail... Jason's just laying there. This is when she like takes his eyeball out. She cuts his mask off. Yeah, he's thawing out. It's warming up. You get to see underneath the mask, which you don't always get to see. He looks kind of cool, I guess. But she just like puts his mask back on because yeah, he looks like, so ugly. She's like, you poor thing. No wonder you wore this thing. Something like that. Yep. I think that was exactly it, Trav. <laughs> just the thing twice. <laughs> Oh, poor baby. No wonder you wore this thing. She's like, she checks him out a little bit, and then she goes over to work on her computer with that sweet microscope and stuff. And she doesn't know that while Jason's behind her thawing out, he's getting, like, his spider sense is tingling because those Those, kids are about to throw down. They're just in there smooching and disrobing. That... And that's what does it, I guess, Trav. Yeah. It brings just, him back. It's just a defibrillator. <laughs> yeah. It's like, clear. Do you think it's intended to be that 
he's just thawing out and he would have come alive anyways or is it somehow like supernaturally meant to be that their nailing really does bring him back to life I think he would have come alive anyway because they're it just speeds along the process if it was like supernatural and he was hooked up to people nailing I guarantee you there are people nailing while he was frozen and he was just been like <laughs> yeah just break out of that ice yeah Maybe you they weren't close ass, enough. I get out that ice. <laughs> I'm out of the ice and I'm in an ass. But <laughs> Jason's fucking people. <laughs> we haven't even talked about the teacher character, though. Uh, I, I hate that guy. He's like your kind of like the human villain character. Yeah, he's McCulloch one. without the conscience. Yeah, exactly. You think McCulloch had a conscience? Yeah, remember, he was the hero. He was looking for everybody's best interest. <laughs> he was looking out for Rennie's best interest, for sure. No, he wasn't. <laughs> he, he thought tried, he was. Trying to drown that bitch. He's <laughs> trying to teach her how to swim. <laughs> Sink or swim. <laughs> he, like, sees dollar signs whenever he realizes that he's got mm-hmm. this uh, frozen dude. And he calls up his buddy, like... Who's this guy that he calls up? I have no idea. I guess he's on that Solaris station. Yeah, he's he's asleep whenever yeah. he calls him. He's in like a a bunk or something. Do you think that maybe they're just in like cryo chambers themselves? I don't know. He's definitely in some they kind of like wake up to go on field trips, little tube or something. Yeah, just <laughs> it's time for a field trip. Shit, yeah. He's like uh, a weird guy. Yeah. Very. Here's like, what I want to know. Yeah, like I want to know more about this guy. But what I also want to know is, in the future, if you have like, it seems like he has a video phone like straight above his head in his bed while he's asleep, and anybody can just call you up, and it just tunes you in to like a. The live video feed of that person <laughs> in their bed. That seems kind of weird. Uh, maybe he's up to no good. He's got some kind of weird thing going on yeah. inside. I wouldn't Any doubt. other time you were tuning into that channel, he would be like, his feet would be up there. <laughs> he <laughs> flopped around. Whoa, you bastard. We've hit the mother load. Do you know what time... It is? I don't care. We've got a gold mine. A box of DVDs is not a gold mine. I told you, I can't move. Just look at the file. Two 400-year-old frozen specimens. One well-preserved. The other one, are you ready for this? Up and walking around. 400 years old and walking around. Yeah. 455 years to be exact. Who cares? Who gives a shit? People. People will pay huge money to see her. Let me ask you a question. Is this the first person you've reanimated? Of course not. How many people are out there today walking around, thought out, and looking good? Hundreds. Thousands. Maybe. But not 450 years old. She's nearly twice as old as anyone on the planet. 250, 450. What's the difference? Doctor, 100 years ago when reanimation was more unpredictable... Sure, maybe. But now it's old news. Damn it. I need money. Oh, I know. 
I know. The other viable is marked Voorhees. That's not Jason Voorhees, is it? What do you know about him? Jason Voorhees. He killed nearly 200 people and simply disappeared without a trace. But of the right buyer, he could be worth uh, a fortune. I've got him frozen right here on the ship. You work out a list of ownership? No list. He's my find. He's he's mine. What about your students? Well, they're students. The educational experience will be enough. Doctor, doctor, you are one son of a bitch. Soon to be one rich son of a bitch. That dude apparently knows who Jason is. Yeah, for fucking some reason. <laughs> he notices there's two things listed. I guess the guy sent him like their manifest of what yeah. they have on the ship and he's like oh yeah doig whatever she's <laughs> she hasn't been uh teacher dude is like oh yeah doig she's like the oldest person we ever found <laughs> and that dude's like who cares about old people <laughs> it's like everybody will right <laughs> the guy's like no he's like there's 200 year old people walking around all over the joint nobody cares is this the first person you brought back no yeah, it's what I thought. <laughs> Fuck you. But also, that wouldn't be Jason Voorhees, would it? <laughs> I noticed uh, Voorhees on there. Would that happen to be the specific exact dude that it is? Yes. <laughs> there must have just been... Jason was the end of the bloodline or something. Yeah. Nobody wants to have that name after Jason is infamous. He lets this teacher guy know that Doig ain't worth nothing. <laughs> But Voorhees, you get a little bit of scratch off of him, dude. He, people are being guy, interested in Teacher dude's like, ain't money. And the guy's like, oh. He's like, <laughs> I <no."> know. <laughs> it's weird, dude. There's some kind of strange backstory that we're not privy to. Uh, I think this dude did a couple things for this guy in the bed for money. <laughs> He's like, I ain't even interested no more, so get some, some other way. One of his... Uh, that old dude is one of his students and he was <laughs> tweaking his nipples for good grades <laughs> and then he became successful after school and his teacher's still there and he's like yeah, yeah. he's stuck in a dead end job <laughs> and he's like you tweaking my nipples now bitch <laughs> speaking of which that's <laughs> pretty much exactly what's about to happen mm-hmm. this teacher character after he gets his hopes up about that Jason might be worth some huge, he gets a part eight McCullough job yeah. pulled on him. He's like, she's going to enhance her biology grade reports. Did the chick in part eight have a bottle of champagne? She did, didn't she? Yeah. I think. But she did not have nipple clamps. No, but she probably had cocaine. <laughs> yeah, she definitely did. This guy, I guess... She's, he's like giving this chick a passing grade because she puts on a weird outfit and tweaks his nipple. She's got like weird tongs or something. Who's been a naughty little boy? I have. <laughs> oh, harder. You want it a little harder? Yeah. Yeah, how's that? Oh, yeah? God, yeah. That's it. That's it right there? Oh, yeah. yeah. Daddy likes yeah. it hard. Yeah. Daddy wants it hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right it. There. Yeah. You know, you yeah. like it right there? Yeah. 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 Come on! Come on! You pass! <laughs> the 
whole thing seems kind of strange. I can't imagine actually just being that guy in that scene. You're just like, <laughs> you pass. <laughs> yeah. You have to like get Like if I was there, I'd be like, like, I'm about to pass. This hurts. <laughs> I pass on filming this scene. <laughs> what I would say. I'm passing on to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> right. So she works her nipple magic so much that she passes whatever it was that uh, she's really she needs. he's wearing like purplish pink lingerie and stuff yeah the guy's got some interesting proclivities is that a word that's a, <laughs> it is now <laughs> but this movie is nipple centric because it literally goes from that to a robot chick but Damn. You, do you realize that in. she's a robot at that point you don't until then. This is because when you're just thinking it's just like, oh, just a look, here's some random boobs. And then, yeah, they set it up to where, like, you think that this is just some other chick in the movie. And it's like the camera pulls out to reveal that she just has her boobs hanging out. And this other dude is like right there, real attentively, yeah. like at her nipples. And he's like, oh, come on now, Rose. <laughs> and then it's like, Clang, clang. Clink, clink, clink. Her nipples fall off and they were apparently made out of metal, I guess, or something. What do you think? Mm hmm? Do you like them? They're fine. <sighs> Look, KM, I don't think this is going to work. Why do you want those things, anyways? Janessa has them. Well, Janessa's. Real? Yes. Let's not complicate things, all right? I like you just the way you are. I think you're perfect. Okay. If you were going to make nipples, what would you make them out of? <laughs> it would not be out of metal, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, but give me a specific material. Some kind of like... I'm leaning towards pepperoni myself. Pepperoni? <laughs> I was thinking more like... Like one of those ones that's like the top of the pizza that's been hot running for a while and it's like flat but then pokes out in the middle. Yeah, those ones are delicious. Yeah, just like nipples. I was literally thinking more about like something that you find in the toy aisle, like a like one of those like stress those balls like, or things. One of those like inside out flipper jobs. Yeah, I thought that those things were weird when I was a kid because I didn't know what they were. They're nipples. If we're gonna go off on a tangent about we're that on thing, a tangent. <laughs> those things, what we're talking about are little. They look like a dome, basically. Yeah, you just flip it the other way, like invert it. And then it would like fix itself, and when it did, it would pop back and jump up in the air. And I had never seen one of those when I was a kid. And this guy on the school bus had one of them, and he was like, "Hey, do you know what this thing is?" <laughs> it I was like a fucking like, sketchy dude. <laughs> it was it was a weird situation. I was like, "No, I do not know what that thing is." He was like, "It's a condom, dude." And I was like. <laughs> That's weird. I've never seen a condom before. And I I swear, I mean, I guess for at least a, a small amount of time, I totally thought that that's what a condom looked like. <laughs> I don't know how I got uh, wisened up, but... Oh, man. I'm just imagining you, like, now, you're wearing it across the kids. <laughs> like, finally, it's like, oh, good God, give me that. <laughs> I just, like, got a bunch of those in my bedroom. You, like, smack the kid and take it. <laughs> yeah, you don't need that. You ain't all enough for this shit. This guy that was like, we're going back to the movie now. This guy that was working on this broad, she is a robot, and he is like, 
infatuated with her or in love with her, I guess. I, that guy is made to his exact specifications. He made her, yeah. for sure. So, is it a thing where it's like, hey, I invented a robot and now I'm in love with her? Or did he intentionally make her to be in love with her? You know what I mean? Like, was he making a companion or was it just like, oh, I built this robot and I fell in love. I feel like if he was making her to be in love with her, it, like, he would have the nipples would have been figured, figured out a long the nipples time ago. <laughs> yeah, you would think that, like you said when we were watching the movie, he's figured out how to literally make a robotic person, but he cannot get the nipples to <laughs> yeah. even be magnets enough to just stay on the body; like they just fall off, which is a little ridiculous. And I don't understand what you would do with like magnetic metallic nipples you'll be there and be like oh yeah like <laughs> clanking them with you yeah it hurts you're your like, goddamn fingers you like try to pull them off a little bit to where like they're still in the magnetic field and you let go of them they're like <laughs> see now I'm into it <laughs> <laughs> see that part sounds fun this is what this guy had needed to think of I'd be like chucking paper clips at him and stuff <laughs> yeah it's like that uh, <laughs> bottle opener that you got me with that magnet on it that thing rocked uh, We've been talking about Robo Nip for like <laughs> 45 minutes. It's, it's one of the most interesting parts of the movie for sure. I agree. The evil teacher guy, which we were talking about, he's totally just Paul Reiser's character from Aliens. He's like the guy, he seems like he's a good guy, kind of. Talks to the girl that's out of time, like Ripley was in Aliens, convinces her everything's okay. But he's actually a greedy scumbag. Looking for them dollars. He like, after Doy gets back to normal, he's the one that breaks it to her that like, it's 400 and some years in the future and that they're heading to Earth too because as we saw, Earth is not doing too hot. But, uh, like, I guess he's the ship driver with the, the tiny cowboy hat. Yeah. Like Uncle Floyd. Yeah. He was like, there's a girl. And they were talking about something and it's like, ain't she single? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The first thing that this guy's thinking about is like, ooh, there's a cryogenically frozen woman. That means everybody she knows is dead. I might have a chance. <laughs> I wonder if he would have. Nah. No, there's no way. He just seemed like a weird guy. Doig, she seems like she has high standards. <laughs> she tells the teacher guy a little bit of backstory about Jason. Says how he uh, had been on a firing squad, hanged, yeah, everything. No matter what they did to him. Just fucking trying to own him. Yeah, they, they could never successfully kill never him. never to be owned. So they... Figured the only thing that they could do with with him would be freezing, which is what they were trying to do. Yeah, they first tried to execute him in 2008, and shit didn't take, and they were just like, eh, freeze which, that motherfucker. Which would have been five years after when the movie came out, so we hadn't even gotten there yet. I guess they were just trying so hard to leave it open for possible other movies in the mm-hmm. series to come before it. But now that those kids... Nalen brought Jason back to life. First thing he accomplishes 
when he comes alive is basically trying to pull the scientist chick's boobs out of her shirt. <laughs> it looks like anyway. Yeah, he's like giving her reverse bear hugs, yeah. pulling her back. And just, you get a decent shot of underboob. Yeah, for sure. Here's what I'm wanting to know your opinion on, Trav. You got it. We met Kane Hodder. Yeah. Did he do the strangle job on you? Yeah. Did you feel like he was rough? I mean, you could tell he was legit. He was giving you all he got without yeah. killing you. Do you think... Like, I'm fine with that. I was totally stoked when we met Kane that time. And, uh, like, having him choke you in the picture, that's like a... Yeah, that's cool. That. Might as well just be like a tradition or whatever at this point. But whenever he chokes you, he, like, goes for it and actually squeezes pretty hard. And I'm just wondering, if he's doing that to the dudes that are just, like, standing in a con taking a quick photo... I wonder how rough he is with those other people. They've got to be. He's he's going to be rough with them. Yeah. Because he's like looking for legit fear on the camera and stuff. I just wonder if that would be annoying. Like if you were the person that you were filming the scene with him, you'd be like, settle down over here, Kane. I don't think there's much you're going to do about it if you're annoyed or not. At that point, I mean, he was Jason at this point, and it's kind of a bummer. This is the last time he ever played Jason. Unless you're talking about the video game, yeah, that was that was like a pretty cool. uh, What do you call it? Good thing. Yeah, good thing that happened. (laughs) That was a cool good thing. Because I wouldn't necessarily say Kane is my favorite Jason, like he used to be, but now I'm more split. I like I like a lot of the earlier ones. They all have merit. Yeah, like everybody has brought their own thing to the table. But I do really like his Jason. And it's cool that he was, like, such a big, like, uh, you know, proponent of the series and always trying to, you know, tell everybody about it and keep it alive. So whenever he got owned on Freddy vs. Jason, that was pretty shitty. So for him to get to come back for the game, which was awesome, and to get to basically play every iteration of Jason in that game, it's kind of a cool thing that kind of... Probably salved his wounds a little bit whenever he was still annoyed about that Freddy vs. Jason thing. But he's on the loose now. And we cut to... Oh, you can't forget we didn't talk about the oh, underboob. Yeah. yeah, the underboob leads into the most famous kill of this movie, for sure. And probably one of the most famous kills of the whole series. Yeah, it's primo looking. Which is cool to think that like the 10th movie... They still were having yeah, like notable kills. He like puts her head in a it's like nitroglycerin, probably. Yeah, whatever well, froze the T one thousand. Yeah, that stuff. I'm like terrified of that stuff. <laughs> I don't think it works as good as it does in the movie. <laughs> he puts her head down in there. You get to see like her face right in front of the camera freeze, which She's is like, a cool effect. Yeah, and he like. Yanks her head up out of the thing and just slams it down on the counter and And just smashes the shit out of it. It looks awesome. It's like a blood slushy or something. But I am legit scared of that stuff. Liquid liquid nitrogen, is that what it's called? Ever since I saw T2, I've been thinking that it would be a terrible way to go. I mean, I don't want it. 
You remember in T2 whenever he like he's starting to freeze, but he's still trying leg, to walk. And it like breaks his leg off. Yeah, that freaked me out, dude. I'm just thinking about if that was to happen to me. Yeah, I would not be feeling Then his like knee and hand get frozen. Yeah, he, he like falls. falls down onto his hand and then and his hand's like, like stuck. No good stuff. I would probably be dead by that point, I guess. But <laughs> if I was a T-1000, I'd be thinking hacked. You'd still be trying, though. Yeah. Gotta keep trying. Hopefully there'll be some lava around to melt you. <laughs> so, Todd Farmer, the dude that wrote the script, he's in the movie, and he's... Well, at first you don't realize that it's a game... You think that he's like a space marine. He's like lurking around trying to find something. And a freaking giant monster pops up. He's like dripping slimy stuff on top of his head. <laughs> he's got his bald head. Got slimy stuff all over it. Mm-hmm. Just like mines. Do you think that they were trying to make you think that there was really a giant monster in here? I mean... They're trying to pull a swerve on you. Yeah, I... That's what I thought. I didn't know what was going on. Like shoots it. He doesn't shoot it. Who? The like the guy that was missing his arm, the nerdy dude. Oh, well, they both shoot one because they're like playing against each other or yeah. whatever. So I guess they're keeping score. It seems weird that this like clean cut marine guy's hanging out with this dude. Looks like a huge stoner. Got dreads. Don't even hardly know what's going on. It's both like games. He looked good enough for a poke. <laughs> Jason pops up in the game. And they're like, I thought this was only on uh, Monster or Aliens or some crap. It's supposed to be something that's not this. <laughs> He's like, it is. It is that. But Jason's there. <laughs> and Jason literally like, Chops into a video game character. Yeah. Which is weird. Why would his machete work on virtual reality characters? He must have had one of them headsets on or something. <laughs> they realize that he's a real guy up to no good. When Jason like picks up that stoner guy, starts choking him, and Todd Farmer's like, put down the boy. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have boy. <laughs> <laughs> Jason's like, yeah, right, I'm going to. Clank ruins. Todd Farmer, like, shoots Jason in the butt, and you can see his <laughs> awesome pants and stuff. He was, like, ready for floods. <laughs> he, like... It'd be awesome if it was, like, like, Freddy versus Jason logic. Jason's afraid of water and he wears his pants really, really high. <laughs> he so they just don't rocks get wet. high waters all the time because he don't want to get his pants wet. <laughs> Here comes Jason and his fucking capris. <laughs> Jason's like, don't y'all worry about it. <laughs> he's like, don't shit about my britches. <laughs> just kills people. He like totally breaks that dude his back over his knee or something. Yeah. And then he pulls apart eight. Yeah, he like Lady Death strikes that dude. Yeah, he just like lets that dude flop down face first onto the ground, which is a cool stunt. And he does the similar thing in part eight. I just wonder if it's uh, like an homage a to that. Back. 
Yeah, because there's like like we were saying, he was obviously watching. It's probably farmer thinking about. It's like, oh man, it looked cool. Yeah, because there's one coming up at the end that's yeah. obvious that he's pulling a throwback. He kills that guy and he kills Todd Farmer. And that's it. They're both dead. The end. And then it cuts to one of our favorite characters, Cactus Guy. <laughs> Danny McBride. <laughs> Who looks just like Danny McBride from the recent it's Alien a, movie. Danny McBride's dad. <laughs> yeah, it totally could be. He's like just chilling in this room that has little dome looking things that have... It's like biodomes. <laughs> yeah, like mini biodomes full of cactuses and random stuff. He's, Succulents. <laughs> I love those. Those are my favorites. He's apparently keeping them alive. Did he bring him with him or did they find those on Earth? There's just no way that they no, found them. they didn't them. find them on Earth. I guess he's just cultivating yeah shit what was he up to he's just in there hanging out yeah I guess he was just on a break yeah I can't tell if he's the guy that like drives a ship or I think that he can drive one yeah maybe he's co-pilot yeah there's the guy with the cowboy hat is definitely the main pilot I think yeah at this point Jason's on the loose and he's just like killing all these space marines. Yeah. They're clearly, like we've already said, trying to be like aliens, and these are supposed to be like. There's no clear Hicks. I mean, maybe Brodsky is Hicks. He's like Apone. Yeah. He's like Hicks and Apone mixed together because he lasts a lot longer than Apone. But if he's Apone, there's really no clear. Like Hudson or any of the other, like, no. all the Marines, even, like, the secondary, like, background Marines and aliens are kind of memorable, cool characters. But these guys are all just, like... Just random one-offs and yeah. weird fucking flashlight guns. <laughs> yeah, their guns suck. And they just exist to die, basically. Yeah, Jason is, is like, stalking that... uh Danny McBride's dad. Yeah. And all the Marines roll in that survived. And they just are wait, like laying waste to everything. They destroy all of his cactus. Yeah, because he's like, you wrecked my stuff. <laughs> yeah. What the hell's going on here? Touch. Out now. I wrecked my stuff, man. They, like, anything that was in that room is owned. Except for him. Yeah. And Jason. (laughs) Yeah, and Jason, even though he took the brunt. Jason, at one point, knocks a guy onto a giant screw-looking thing. It's like they're digging wells in space. (laughs) And he, like, falls onto it, twists around it a whole bunch. It's pretty cool-looking. Yeah, it's a cool kill. I'll give it props. And it's mainly in service of uh, the line. The line that delivered whatever he gets found. The guy Brodsky's like, "How's so and so?" And this chick's like, "He's screwed." <laughs> now he got screwed or something. He's screwed. Yeah. Besides, we found Condor. What's his condition? 
He's screwed. They Jason is clearing house so much that you even think Brodsky's dead. Yeah. Like he's you're convinced they're all gone. All the students are convinced they're all gone. And they're just like, Well can't. Brodsky goes out like a man though. Oh yeah. He gets like one thing stuck through him. He's like, It's gonna take more than that. And then there's Jason's like, Here you go. <laughs> he like sticks his space machete through him. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'll do it. It's gonna take more than a poke in the ribs to put down this old dark. Oh. Yeah. That ought to do it. Speaking of which, Jason has a space machete <laughs> in this movie. Why not? It's like come from one of those Dr. Giggles table of Yeah, uh, that's something Giggles made. <laughs> he like wakes <laughs> up at These the These are students in the Giggles like <laughs> at the form. beginning of at the beginning of Dr. Giggles when he's putting on that little uh yeah. lecture. <laughs> Everybody's like Interesting Genius. But he like wakes up earlier in the movie. And he sees like a table of things that you would do surgery with, I guess. And there's just a straight up space machete. Yeah, that's all available to him. There's no need for that in an operating table <laughs> or a scientific situation, unless you're looking for like a surgical steel gigantic blade to go like <laughs> just slice somebody in half with. Basically. Yeah. Like your note said, there's all kinds of crazy crap happening, and they are basically waiting to get back to like the space station where they all live I think yeah that's where they came from yeah Solaris but as they're getting close to it they're like oh ruled we've made it back we're gonna be good they'll be able to take care of all this shit whenever we get there yeah we're bringing a killer monster to them but something happens Jason like destroys he kills the pilot right and is that what makes it happen? Yeah, he just sure destroys the pilot or the and There's no the one controlling the ship. And they just run straight into this giant space city and destroy the yeah, whole thing. They're like taking out buildings and awnings and stuff. And they look back and they're like, oh, good. We can just turn around and hit it. And all of a sudden it's like, like everything blows up. Yeah. And this was a big point of contention when it comes to like Jason's kill count yeah because you can count like single victims all through the movies but like you have to assume that there's probably like thousands and thousands of people living on that space station and he just at least somewhat is responsible for killing all of those people (laughs) he was an accessory at best yeah but speaking of that I remember that Kane Hodder, whenever the like the promotion for this movie was going on, Kane was like so pumped to be like, "This has got the most kills of any Jason movie ever. I'm killing like ten people within the first five minutes, and one of them's David Cronenberg." <laughs> I don't think he said that part, but he should have. That would have been cool. And there really is a ton of kills in this movie, but there's only a few that are memorable, but they are pretty memorable, so... You get your slit throats and... Yeah. Just a lot of these random marine kills that just... Tummy pokes. Yeah. So now that they're 
place that they were trying to get to has been destroyed. The next plan of action, because the ship is now damaged as well, so they can't just keep flying on it, but they could get on the escape pod or whatever they took to go down to Earth. They're trying to like get to it, but they're all just like hanging out in this room. And at one point, they're like, I think everything's cool. And this chick's like, why don't you stick your head out and take a peek? Oh, God. I don't think he's out there. Why don't you just stick your head out and have a peek? There's like all these like standout lines that were in the trailer. Yeah. And I've watched the trailer so many times that I just have them like embedded in my brain. That one and... I hate her voice. It's like you all, do hate it, it. Yeah, it's like it's all mousy and sassy. It's not too bad. I thought you said you liked her. I do like her. Just not She's her voice. That mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind her voice too bad. If I'm being honest, kind of kind of like it. <laughs> I'll leave. <laughs> Pause this. I'll be back in what three five minutes. Another line that totally got like overplayed and was always in the promotion was he just wanted his machete back yeah because that dude had totally like kept his machete and Jason literally does just walk up to it and he's like oh Ross like <laughs> picks it up and he's like I've been looking for this yeah, he lays that other one back down <laughs> I don't need this now but I suppose he was like dual wielding <laughs> yeah that would have been cool that dude is legit like you just remember who kept it yeah, for you. I kept that shit warm <laughs> for you, dog. He's trying to, like, tell Jason that once they get to Earth 2, which is where they're trying to get to now since the space station is destroyed, he can totally, like, hook Jason up with some sweet cash and stuff because <laughs> he'll be worth a bunch of money. That's, like, this dude's only <laughs> idea. Have you considered how valuable you are? Fame? Money? With my help? You can have What's his death? I can't even remember. He gets uh, he gets decapitated because there's a point where Jason's carrying his head around and like he's got it over top of a guy, and I think it's Danny McBride's dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like he's sitting, like chilling in the chair, and he's like the head comes up, and he's oh, like, "Oh, yeah. it's you!" And then like he leans back a little further, and he's like, "Fuck, that ain't you." Yeah. Everybody, all these side characters are just like slowly getting wiped yeah. out, and we can't even remember all of their deaths because they're pretty. Yeah, they're just put in to die. Yeah. But it's pretty much that everybody's like giving up hope. KM, who we didn't talk too much about, she's a robot because she's got robot nipples, like we were saying. Mm-hmm. She's like pulling a C3PO and says that the odds of their survival are pretty terrible. And that other dude's like. You mean there's no way at all we're going to get out of this bullshit? No. So they just start making out. 
<laughs> He's like, well, if I'm about to die, I might as well make out with this weird sex robot that I created. I wonder if... He's like, you know, nipples are probably pretty soft. Yeah. What do you make her lips out of that stuck so good? Yeah. <laughs> There's some <laughs> plot holes going on here in Trevor. <laughs> At one point, I think that we've essentially talked the Danny McBride character out of our plot synopsis, but he does at one point mention that there was a Microsoft conflict yeah, and that people, I guess it was like a big war, war. and they were like, people were beating each other with their own limbs or something like that. That's just like a weird... It's a a random (laughs) one-off line. Hey, lucky you weren't alive during the Microsoft conflict. Hell, we were beating each other with our own severed limbs. It's nice. It's something you throw in at that time, just because, like, oh, yeah, Microsoft beat everybody. Yeah. And now they're, like, doesn't even really Mm -hmm. make sense. But they're trying to escape whatever. They are always hanging out in this one area that's in front of a door, and there's a bunch of these weird-looking things that are, like, kind of... They look like chairs almost on either side. Do you know what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about? Yeah, I got you. I always wanted to, like, sit on one of those... (laughs) I don't even know if they're supposed to be chairs or just supposed to look futuristic or something, but I'm always thinking, it looks like a sweet chair. (laughs) I need to sit on that. Exactly. They're stuck in that area trying to get out, and Jason pops up, and he's about to own them, but KM miraculously shows up. She's all... Dominatrix down. Yeah. And they're like, one of the guys that's just like one of the characters, he's like, oh, wow. <laughs> he says it real funny. Oh, wow. Because he's like, impressed. that's a trailer line, too. <laughs> yeah. They they totally make it in the trailer where he's like talking about Uber Jason. Yeah. And I always expect him to do it again. Yeah. He never does. He's like, like, he's impressed with his murderer. He's like, oh, God damn, he got way cooler. <laughs> he looks awesome now. He is impressed with the KM being a dominatrix with guns now. Mm-hmm. And she just like annihilates Jason. It's like insulting almost how easily she just like. He's like shoots his arm off. Yeah, shoots his leg, leg off. But why is she able to do that? Because got an upload. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense at all. Gave her an upload. Rules, dude. This dude totally just had sex with a robot and it made her into an awesome killing machine. Upload. Like, his load was enough to, like, <laughs> completely change this how this robot functions. KM. Fully loaded. <laughs> and she totally annihilates Jason. To the point where she blows his head off. Which, when I first was watching this, I was like, Damn. depressed. I was like, come on now, Jason can't go out like this. It falls back on that little table and just like, clank, clank, sparks. Yep. All that other shit. Do you think, had they not ruined the reveal that there was an Uber Jason in this movie and all the promotional materials, I literally remember the first picture that they released for the movie I'm pretty sure or at least in the first batch 
was a picture of Uber Jason, and I printed it off my computer, and it was black and white, and I would carry it around with me all the time. <laughs> Because that's what I was up to at that point in time. They should have never shown anybody that that was going to happen. Do you think if they had not shown it that you would believe that that was the end of the movie at that point? I wouldn't know what was going on because, you know... There still felt like... There's there's too far too many people. Yeah, there's more movie for sure, but it's like, what could possibly happen? But for it then to be... But if you don't know that... Uber Jason's gonna happen and it's like he's laying on that table and you see those ants coming towards him yeah. like the nanobots yeah nanobots <laughs> you'd be like motherfucker this is about to get awesome yeah exactly but they totally spoiled it and he does get nanobotted back to life and it's funny to think that uh I guess it's just like a computer, basically, like a sentient bunch of little machines that yeah. like fix you. They like make their interpretation of a hockey mask. They like make him like a metal hockey mask. Like they repair his right arm and his left leg. And yeah, it's like full you metal. Can tell that they're made out of metal, but the rest of him is just made out of like black, which I always thought was weird. He looks like he's just wrapped in tar or something. <laughs> But for all that it's worth, you would think, or I would think, that I would probably not like the idea of Uber Jason because it's like reinventing the wheel kind of yeah. whenever the wheel already rules. But for for like a one-off movie, it's like a cool idea. Yeah, Get agree. to see like a different version of Jason. It's and, like Space Roy. Yeah. <laughs> And he is now a badass. And KM... He ain't feeling nothing. Can't do shit. She's like unloading clip after clip into him and it just bounces off of him. He's like, this is fucking awesome. And he literally just like barely slaps her and her head falls off. (laughs) (laughs) He gives her like the shortest little baby jab. (laughs) And you think that that's like a callback to Julius... Getting his head knocked off. Yeah. But maybe that dude is as good as putting heads on as he is nips. <laughs> <Yeah>, they just <laughs> fall yeah. really easy. They're going to try oh, some. Oh, wait. That guy's like, hey, Slappy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he about, he should have just pulled a straight Jarrett promo, yeah. dude. Pulled a slap nuts. <laughs> uh, it is like, if they hadn't, like, giving away everything in the trailer and shit you knew over Jason it would be the exact same scenario as Hogan joining NWO back in the day you're like oh my god what's going on yeah that's that's how I want my movies to be I want to be surprised they're always giving it away in the promotional materials bullshit they're going around placing like explosives on the ship for some reason they've been horizon style yeah it like a hundred percent they're trying to break off a part of the ship so the rest of it can keep going i guess or something but that doesn't really work but they blow it up anyways and you think that it blows up jason it just blows motherfucker right towards the rest of the ship and he's just like you don't see him but you can just assume that he's like on the outside of the ship just like holding on like kind of scurrying along the outside (laughs) and he like punches a hole in the side of the ship creates a big suction job so 
I'm talking about. <laughs> that's, that's the next upload for KM. <laughs> Suck your jab. The chick with the voice that you thought was annoying and I liked, she gets a somewhat memorable death. She gets to have a little one-liner before she dies and she says, This sucks on so many levels. <laughs> And then gets sucked through a grate and just annihilated out into space. There's just like little pieces of meat left on the middle. Yeah. That wouldn't be the best way to go. No. I, I don't know. I don't it know. It would be fast. She probably didn't feel shit. Because it happened. She was just like immediately gone and left nothing but Anything meat. on the other side of the ship was probably like immediately frozen and dead anyway. Yeah. It might be the best way to go. Unless you could survive, then that would be preferable. Well, yeah. She, she made <laughs> it, it close. In a situation where you don't die, that's probably what you're looking for. Exactly. Now we come to like what's almost essentially the uh, like the most famous part of the movie or like the climax kind of where they need to buy time because they've got somebody coming to rescue them, but something's wrong. Brodsky's alive, by the way. God he bless. came back. And they nanobotted him to where he's like 98% or something like that. He goes outside of the ship to try to fix it. And they're trying to buy time. So. He's trying to get the door open to the uh, escape ship that that guy brought. Yeah. But they can't get through. So. Jason has just been literally walking through the ship, knocking the doors down. <laughs> Like, they show him knock down, like, five doors. And once he gets there, the, the guy that created the robot, he's like, I'm about to pull a distract job. And he is able to pull up a virtual reality simulation of what it was like at Camp Crystal Lake, a place that none of them even really knew existed up until today. And it makes, like, a virtual reality simulation that confuses Jason. He just like walks into this area and it just looks like he's back at the crib. That's kind of like, I always thought that was a Star Trek promo. Yeah, don't they like have... the holodeck? Yeah. But don't you think it seems weird that they can make it look exactly like Crystal Lake? He's like, I'm going to pull from the ship's files about Crystal Lake. It's not as weird as something. that one dude just knowing exactly who Jason Voorhees <laughs> yeah. was. For the fact that they just like randomly come across this frozen dude, there's way too much stuff that knows exactly who he is. But you got like a fake Crystal Lake, it's confusing Jason, and there's even like fake counselors, campers. They're like going ultra cliche, like what everybody thinks about the movies, basically. You want some premarital sex or you want to smoke some pot? Yeah, it's almost like a meta that thing. That chick's voice also sucked. Yeah, the smoke some pot chick's voice is annoying. Hey, you want a beer? Or do you want to smoke some pot? Or we can have premarital sex. <laughs> we love premarital sex. I mean, it's a cool idea, and it's cool to at least see him. Yeah. In, and it's Uber Jason at a lake, which is cool. But he t- he makes quick work of these ladies they crawl in a sleeping bag 
like looking at him invitingly. Yeah. And it cuts away to whatever the humans are up to. And when you cut back, it's like the ultimate reference to part seven. He's just like... Like beating one against the other in a sleeping bag. And then he puts a finishing touch on the other one by slamming her up against a tree. At your second callback death. Yeah. At least. And Kane Hunter was loving that sleeping bag kill, dude. You can Heck tell yeah. what he thought rolled. He told he us that he did. Oh, really? Whenever we went, we saw part seven with him, remember? Oh, he yeah. Was like, that was oh, awesome. Man, this is the shit right here. <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, that one is awesome. I agree. But once the ship blows up and Jason's like outside of the ship again, they're just like, how in the world do we beat this guy? No, they're on the uh, escape thing. They get through. That the other guy brought. Yeah, they're like about to escape. They've made it through, but Brodsky stays Brodsky's behind. still behind. And he like sacrifices himself basically. And uh, even after the ship blows up and they think that they're through with him you see Jason's like he's like flying through space like he's gonna hug the ship when he gets there (laughs) there's like an awesome effect of Brodsky like comes flying in from the side and like grabs him and then you just see their CGI bodies like flying off towards Earth 2 and they're like oh they'll burn up going through the atmosphere or whatever oh yeah we should mention that at this point the computer guy has just been carrying around KM's head. Oh, God. He's going to, like, get up to something. Mm-hmm. He's going to... She can't wait. I was trying to figure out how i do it. <laughs> I mean, technically, you could just go through the neck. <laughs> I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> it's a robot. It's all right. He'll be talking to you while you're doing it. Got all kinds of gears in there. But uh, that's pretty much it. Doig, computer guy, and KM's head are the survivors. Brodsky should have made it. He was the coolest guy. Nothing said that it didn't. He was getting burned up. Yeah, he's dead. They did have like... That cool-ass lake job. Yeah, they show... Which this is like the ultimate uh, disappointment because you would... It probably was never ever going to happen but the idea of like a Jason X 2 that took place on that Earth 2 like and you got to see Uber Jason or whatever he was at that point stalking around on Earth 2 Crystal Lake that would have been pretty cool but you just kind of get a little bit of a tease job for that it's all you'll ever get to yeah we're never going to go back to Jason X land You'd be lucky to go to any Jason land at this point. Yeah, that's true. Sucks. We're in, uh, while we're recording this, the trial is ongoing that's like tying up the rights to where nothing. Victor Miller and Sean Cunningham are just like fighting it out over. And while that's happening, the fans are just left in the dust. (laughs) They're just like, hey, fuck you. You can't have shit. You get nothing. I wish, and what you got, you get no more of. Which just makes me even more pissed off about the fact that they were literally about to go into production on that new one when the Rings movie mm-hmm. did terribly at the box office and they were like, eh, let's pull the plug on this. There would have been a new Friday the 13th movie 
they would have got it before that lawsuit went into effect and we would have at least had one more movie. And it could have been like the return of like the horror genre. I'm hoping that this new Halloween movie might come out It'll and everybody's going to smell money. Yeah, I really think that that movie's probably going to do pretty good. It seems like a lot I don't of, see how it couldn't, dude. A lot of people are definitely hyped on it. I am. I am, too, for sure. It's fun that, like, over all the pods that we've uh, recorded so far, like, the one ongoing thread is that we're always talking about the possibility of this new Halloween movie. Yeah. It's going to be coming sooner than later, Halloween time. <laughs> We'll see. We need to go watch it. Yeah, no doubt. That shit's gonna happen. I think it looks pretty good. Trailer's looking good. I agree. I got faith in it. The only thing is, uh, I hope there's like good Luma stuff if they do anything with it. That's the only thing that you don't really. They need to like pay homage to him at least. Yeah. It's hard to have Halloween without Lumas. Yeah. Ever since, like. H2O and Resurrection definitely suffer from the fact that they don't have Loomis in them. But, uh, it'll be interesting to see, like, since we've recorded ourselves talking about this Halloween movie for such a mm-hmm. we'll have to, like, record, like, a reaction pod or something yeah, to it when it comes out. Maybe a out. video job. Yeah. But, as far as Jason X goes, that's all that she wrote, Trev. <laughs> I mean, I love it. Yeah, it's it's not my favorite one. It's it might honestly be my least favorite one. Yeah, I think but, I'm right there with you. But I that like doesn't it. mean that I don't like it. I still thought that it ruled. It's just that I like the other ones better. It has its merits. Yeah, it's definitely a fun watch, and I've watched it so many times. Like I went to watch it in the theater, and I was so hyped when the DVD came out. I remember buying it the first day, and I just watched it like over and over, and. We mentioned the special features towards the beginning. Like, if you are a fan of the Friday the 13th series and don't have that DVD, it's definitely one to pick up because it's got... it's a jammer. It's got a good commentary. It's got... uh, The many lives of Jason Voorhees. Yeah, that's like a 30-minute doc just about, uh, like, the history of the series, which was, like, pretty cool before Crystal Lake Memories existed, but it's still pretty cool because there's, like people being interviewed that aren't on that like joe bob is on there which is awesome and speaking of that if we're going to date the pod we might as well just say joe bob's about to come back which is awesome yeah and if you're listening to this like the same day this the comes day out. that this pod comes out which is friday the 13th which Damn is right. today Trav. it is um joe bob is back on shutter so go support joe bob because he crushed and yeah so like like we said that's a cool dvd to check out if you are interested in the series uh what do you think about final thoughts on this one trav final thoughts i mean it's not the best it's not the worst yeah it i've always thought that it reminds me of a made for sci-fi movie from like the 2000s kind of i can totally see that it has a cheapness to it, to the look. You can tell that it's like a lot of the effects aren't the best. They have like some really kind of crappy CGI. This looks like a Paul W.S. Anderson movie. Yeah, which is not good. <laughs> no. But the Jason factor and the script is fun. Like Todd Farmer 
he writes fun scripts, even though this one, he was clearly going off the Aliens route. Yeah. But, I mean, it's still cool when you can tell that he's a fan of the series. So, we definitely say check it out, even though yeah. it gets a bad rap. Uh, a lot of reason behind that is that it's in space, which... Yeah, no one... Nobody ever likes to see like, that. Oh, shit, Jason in space, why? Yeah, that literally was like a punchline before it even happened. People were like, "Yeah, where's Jason going to go next, space? And they literally did. Yeah. But, I mean... I like that, though. It was just like, fuck you. Guess yeah, let's just is. do it. Like, embracing the cheese factor, which I'm down with. But, if uh, you listen to this, to this point, uh, we thought that you ruled... Check Always. us out on Facebook. Check us out on YouTube. Twitter. Uh, we got a Twitter. We don't use it much, but we are on there. We should use that more. Yeah. Uh, anytime you can just like let us know if you're listening, that'd be awesome. Leave us a review on iTunes. It's supposed to be a big help. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, and just leave us a review on the Facebook page if you want to. We'd love to hear from anybody that checks it out. Yeah. Questions. Uh recommendations anything yeah we'd love to hear recommendations of movies for the pods or just movies that early like. 90s slashers anything yeah especially though I just don't know what Cronenberg was even thinking dude what do you mean would you really want the perfect tinted terror delivered soft come on Traff it's only move oh uh. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Friday the 13th, motherfucker. (laughs) Danger tamed. Gave her an upload. Ah. Ah. Ah.